Hello and welcome to Hub City Now. I'm your host, Tyrone Tony Reed Jr. Today we have a great guest with us all the way from the west side of Chicago, uh, Zayski Alize. He is an artist and producer. Uh, he is here to talk to us about uh, his career and also his album, Belly Gang. Um, thank you for joining us, uh, uh, Zayski. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, so you're you're you were from you're from the west side of Chicago, um, and your bio tells me that you have been involved in the music industry since you were a child. How, how did you get into music, and where did the love for music come from? Okay, the love. Okay, how did I get into it? Um, yeah. My father was a preacher, so I was I came from a church upbringing. Mm -hmm. My background, uh, and uh, I sung in the choir. Uh, he had us playing uh, multiple instruments from congos, drums, uh, organ, piano, mm -hmm. uh, bass, guitar, lead guitar. And uh, uh, he just had us, that's what we used to do. Our family used to go sing in uh, other churches. There's a uh, singing whiteheads. We used to go sing for the mayor of the city, all type of events. Wow. So it's like uh, he really instilled it in us, uh, uh, the music part of us. It was seven of us, so we all had like our own band. Okay. We would go to churches, to venues, uh, and sing all of uh, community centers and sing everywhere in Chicago. Mm -hmm. What was your favorite instrument to play when you were growing up? I was playing, I started off with the Congos. Okay. The Congos. I, my hands, I love the rhythm. I love the rhythm. So I started with congos and moved from there to the keyboards, and, uh, piano, and uh, drums. That's awesome. So so take us from, from you being a child to uh, how did you incorporate music into your life as a teenager? So my father was a preacher. When I said he was a preacher, he used to, he used to listen to these uh, blues, Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I just watched my father do a lot of stuff. That he used to listen to like Bobby Blue Bland, Jackie Wilson, James mm -hmm. Brown, and uh, Rita Franklin, and I started liking these different sounds. And I knew it had like a background of a soul, a soulful feel, right. you know. And uh, that's how I kind of progressed. And uh, uh, in the music field, starts hearing different music and understanding this melody. And I play by ear, never okay. play by ear, so I. Used to hear certain rhythms and go, oh, what if I could do this with that? And you know, I start off playing around the church and knowing certain chords and stuff was just like the chords in the in the secular side of, of music, like rhythm and blues. I'm like, oh, they use it. It's kind of like because music is universal. So right. that's basically how I, how I got everything together and start fusing music together. And then as I got older, I started listening to hip hop. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 pop music and all it's like oh man this music is just different chord but you know what I'm saying everything is the same but it's just played a different way you know right 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 so then into adulthood um you start producing and you become an artist tell us about that journey okay I was an artist in a group called PMP practice make perfect okay so uh we started singing at the uh local park district talent shows and mm -hmm. And entering in talent shows, you know what I'm saying? And well, 
you can get in talent shows, uh, auditions, mm-hmm. and you know, and we start winning and we you know singing and start singing in uh R and B and we was winning a lot and that's what got us to uh be exposed to a lot of people in the industry as far as uh <clears throat> do or die, crucial conflict, and they liked it the way we sing, so they started featuring us on their albums. Mm-hmm. So uh it, it, it took off from there, you know what I'm saying? I started progressing under uh, a producer called Wild Style. Okay. He, he's in the group of Crucial Conflict, and I he used to just come pick me up, like, man, this guy could play keys so good. And I used to be in the studio with him, and I, I, I learned a lot. I jailed from him, and and he was the, he was the hot thing back, hot commodity back in the day. So, right. how, how, how crucial was that for you to have somebody who was willing to mentor you and show you the ropes to the music industry? Uh, it's it was very vital because uh, if I didn't have the talent, like it, it, it was so many other artists that was trying to make it to the top and and looked at these guys as icons, right? But he he, he chose me. He picked me out of the out of the chosen few. <laughs> And took me and, and just embraced me, opened his arms and spread his wings and uh embraced me and and, and showed me showed me the ins and outs of this music thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Um so tell tell us about your music. Tell us um who you were influenced by. And um I saw an article that says that you describe your music as a cosmic soul. Uh, music which encompasses all genres of music fused together into one sound that can be appreciated by everyone, regardless of age, race, or ethnicity. ethnicity. Um, why did you want to do that? What What's your thought behind doing music that's cosmic soul? So I was, like I said, uh, music is universal. Mm-hmm. So when I when I, when I did you know just listening to other genres of music, have like in my in my future I started doing music, uh, house music, uh, mm-hmm. uh, samba music. Like I had opportunities to be around certain producers and other stuff to learn different genres of music. And I'm like, man, like when I said it's a universal music is universal. The melody is right. universal, and you know what I'm saying, like. Somebody, oh, that sound like my music. Uh, well, not, but that's universal. It's like it's only so many keys that you right. can play. It's all about mathematics and numbers. So mm-hmm. it's just like, man, I learned different rhythms and different styles of people, cultures, and and that's what made me do it. Like, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna make something for everybody. Right. Yeah, I try to make something that they can do for the youth, the old. The, you know what I'm saying? Just a feel of a, a good album instead of all the situation that's going on in the world today right violence and covid and you know is we you know we need some we need something to uplift our spirits as a human being as a right you know what I'm and that's what i want to do you know uh, with this album just show a lot of love you know what I'm saying the first thing uh a son's love has come from their mother you know Right. So I just want to just inspire women to show how beautiful they are mm-hmm. to the world. How you know, you know, they bring us in here, you know, brought us in this world and natured us, you know what I'm saying? Right. And nurtured us to to uh the people that we are today, you know. 
That's right. So yeah. your your album is called Belly Gang. Um, before you explain that to us, I wanted to read a um, a quote that you um, you, you were quoted saying. Um, it's, it says that with over two decades of solid experience as a successful singer, songwriter, and producer, Zayski grew tired of being of music being judged by the eyes instead of the ears. Um, it says that he saw that talent was not the only thing successful artists required, but to be heard meant looking a certain way. And then this this great quote. We were all born into a shell, which none of us had the power to create. But yet, each of us are judged by that outward appearance. I want, wanted to challenge that and help change the misconceptions surrounding obesity, especially within the music industry. Good music is simply good music. An artist's appearance should not determine whether that music is good or has value. The Belly Gang Project is good music created with the intention of drawing attention to what is behind that value, good music. Tell us what you experienced in the music industry that made you feel this way, that, that brought about this conclusion. Well, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff is kind of watered down. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, like people uh, back in the day for me being a, under the producers act, uh, producing a lot of artists. I think a lot of good major, major, mm -hmm. major talent get looked over because of they was too dark, too mm -hmm. short, mm -hmm. too big, you know, overweighted, like, you know, and I, I hated that, you know what I'm saying? And they had an a enormous amount of talent. Right. Because they didn't look a certain place, like, you know, they could dance and had the six packs pretty mm -hmm. face and mm -hmm. you know colored the body structure of you know they would they would skip over the talent right the people that has the multiple talent and oh they could be a background singer i'm telling I've, I've seen this and i see how it crushed people's dreams mm -hmm. the way they look shape form or size you know what i'm saying and uh get pushed to the side as oh he gonna be you know what i'm saying i've heard jokes about that you know what i'm saying as a producer so i you know people don't know what they say and I've, I've heard execs say this thing. You know, I've worked with a lot of people and I've heard them say that, like, oh, yeah, he'll be a background singer. He'll put him in the back, under, uh, don't put him in the spotlight because of, and he has more talent than the artist. Right. So, but if you had the look, the glamour, the glow, you were, you was going to be the next star. Mm -hmm. They was going to make sure they, it, every, it's, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Right. And I, I've seen that. I was exposed to that before I even put out my album. So I know. As time changed, like uh, uh, Notorious Big, uh, Luther Vandross, mm -hmm. uh, 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 Ruben Studdy, you know, the world started evolving, started changing a little bit. Big, right. world, you know, they started looking like, oh, yeah, we could market these things. So, you know, the record labels will skip over you if you didn't have the good look. And we just, we can make you sound in the studio, you can make anybody sound good. Right. You know, and, you know, We'll, we'll work on that. We'll get them a vocal trainer. We'll give, and we have somebody that's ready-made. That's like 90, 98%. All they need is the 2% to make right. them jump over the loop. You know what I'm saying? Over the mm -hmm. over the hump. And uh, I've seen them get skipped over. Amazing writers. Amazing singers. Mm -hmm. You know, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't fit in their criteria of what they want to do. Like uh, with women. 
Like most mm-hmm. women in, in the game, they think sex sells. Right. But we have some talented women that can really, really sing mm-hmm. and won't get the exposure that they need. So that's why the, uh, the game has changed into uh, the social media network. You know, people can really see people for their real talent right now, and they don't look at them as they shape this out. Oh, he, he got he got pipes, or she got pipes. Right. Really sing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, why we didn't know about and then they, you know what I'm saying? Like, the labels are looking now because it, it's changed over. The image has changed over because anybody can get on right now off the social media just of, of their talent they have. Right. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. me, me being uh, me being obese, I was uh, I lost 225 pounds. Wow. Uh, I just uh, had a friend that died on Christmas Eve next to my car, in my car with me, next to me. And mm. my daughter came to me and said, like, uh, Dad, I don't want you to die like Uncle Ronnie. Mm-hmm. I want you to do something. And that, that hit me. Right. So I started trying to lose weight. And I lost 225 pounds. And, and I said, I'm going to do something. Right. You know, instead of being in this in the shadow, mm-hmm. I'm gonna step out for. I'm gonna be the representative of this whole movement to show the world that it can be done. Right. Well, congratulations. That's that's a, a very big accomplishment. Um, te- so tell us about Belly Gang. What is the mission for Belly Gang? Uh, just to show people that it's uh, to show people that's uh, uh, facing obesity. They look, you know what I'm saying? Shadowing themselves, they can step out. I want to show them that it can be done. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? It can really be done. You don't have to uh, shadow yourself. If you have talent, the world needs to know. You know, the world needs to know what you have. And that's what made me form the Belly Gang album and said, man, yeah, I'm going to give the world a chance to see what I got. Right. And I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna push this thing. It's, it's more than just music. It's a movement. Mm-hmm. It's a movement, saying people that you can you can do it if you put your mind to anything. You can do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about the haters. Don't worry about what they're gonna say. You keep push, pressing forward, and you move on with your with your career. That's basically what it's about. Right. People yeah. gonna love you anyway. People gonna hate you. So that's you know, you just gotta keep moving forward. That's right. And that's what I do every day. I, I take it like that. I wake up in the morning, I say, What can I do to move forward? Right. With that's this right. movement. I want people to join on in and, and support me and what I'm doing, and knowing that it's it's not just for me, it's for everybody that's been shadowed in the music game. That is we have a chance to get out here and and show people our talent. Right. Uh, you know, on Hub City now, we like when we have guests who are musicians or artists, um, we like to ask them questions that can encourage other people who are watching or listening. Um, can you describe your creative process when you write new music or when you create new music? Okay, well, I just, it's kind of orthodox. It's like uh, I start off with the the music, uh, I get a good melody, and uh, as I as I make the beat, when I make the beat, uh, 
the track mm-hmm. of the song, it kind of comes to me. You know, I it comes to me. It's a feeling. It's a feeling that I get like, oh, this this type of song, and I want to, I want to do this. I want to sing this. I want to make it like this. I want to, and it's just, it's just a gift that God gave me to to express myself. Right. To express myself. So. It's kind of hard to explain, you know what I'm saying? You just have to be in that creative mode, you know, right. be in that creative mode to really explain because that's why I say it's kind of orthodox. Uh, I'm not a person that, that uh, write off a category or say, I'm finna make a song like this. I just right. let it come to me. Mm-hmm. I let it come to me like what the vibe <laughs> I'm feeling, the vibe I'm feeling from the beat. And it's like when I make tracks, I always make hooks. While I'm making the track, you know, right. come, the hook come to me when I'm making the track. As I'm making it, I'm creating. I'm not even finished with the beat, but <laughs> I, it just comes to me like, "Oh, this is what you want to say." Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the best piece of advice another musician or artist has ever given you? Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna say Kevin Black. Uh, he was a uh, Vice president at uh, Warner Brothers. Uh, when I was going shopping my music, I learned, I uh, established a good friendship with him. Mm-hmm. He was always telling me, the bass got to follow the foot. I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> he kept saying, make sure your bass follow the foot. And I'm like, what? You know, I was making beats. He's like, yeah, I was like, you got some nice beats, but make sure your bass follow the foot. I'm like, what do mm-hmm. you mean by the bass follow the foot? <laughs> when he say foot, he was talking about the kick. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean by the I say uh the foot? He like the the that beat the I, the kick, he like, yeah, bass <laughs> follows the foot. The bass always goes with the drummer, like they follow the drummer, you know what I'm saying? Right. Got, it's just the percussion thing with the bass. So I learned that from him and I I've been using that and uh uh that advice from him a lot and it, it works for me. Uh this, describe uh wait, see. Who's your ideal musician to collaborate with and why? Musician or artist? You can do both. Okay, so <laughs> have any choice of just the, the best is one or because that's that's this case. Well well your I your ideal. I mean like whoever who who's somebody that you would really like to collaborate right now with? Uh, I would say Rihanna. Really? Well, is there a reason why? I love her music. I love mm-hmm. her style, her voice, her, her sound, her, her texture. I love Rihanna's music. I love mm-hmm. her uh, uh, Fire's production. I would say uh, I got so many. It's I got so many. <laughs> the top will be Dr. Dre, regardless. Like of. All the time. I would I would love to do something with Dr. Dre, uh, mm. Ryan Leslie, and Timberland. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> the top producers I would love to work with. If I had it, a chance. Artist Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just a phenomenal artist to me. Like you know, she does she doesn't sing anymore, but man, she has it. <laughs> Her style is just crazy. 
what is one message you would give to your fans right now? Don't stop. Keep grinding. Mm-hmm. Don't talk, don't look back. Keep moving forward. Okay. How do you feel the internet has impacted the music business? Oh, it um uh, in a major way. In a major way. Uh absolutely like uh it changed the game for mm-hmm. us to get on these platforms to do what we got to do, you know, as whatever talent we have to expose our talent. And a lot of people has came to the top because of this, this internet platform, you know what I'm right. saying? It's, it's, it's really changed the game from all the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody used to try to, oh, I want to get a deal. When you mm-hmm. get uh, independency, you know, you can be independent. Right. And drive, uh, drive this mechanism. What accomplishments do you see yourself achieving in the next five or ten years? I'm kind of content what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want I'll be doing the same, but I'll be trying to ex- excel, you know, uh, excel and you know, Grammy, you know, uh, awards, some get some of those things on the shelf, you know, right? More plaques, you know, and you know, be able to have something to show my kids' kids, uh, uh have a legacy, you know, just. To, to, Man, I did what I had to do, and you know, and I, you know, I believe in passing the torch. So right. I have a son, you know, you know, grandkids might have the talent in their bloodstream, and try to show them that they can do the same thing as I, you know, just try to have that platform for them so they can utilize it. That's great. So you you mentioned your children. Um, are any of them into the music industry right uh, now? Of course. No, okay. no, they're not in it, but they they do music. Okay. They, they're at the beginning stage, but yeah, they they love music. They uh, my son is just so shocking to me right now. I can't believe how he just you know. I guess it's technology because <laughs> he has uh, what it took me like a decade to do, like a a long time to learn. He just he just gravitate to it so fast. My daughter, right. she's an excellent singer. She. It's like they get it faster than right. what I had to do. You know, it took me a couple steps. They just quick with it. You know, what what does that mean to you? That that legacy of music in your family mean to you? Where your father, you know, shared his love of music with you and your siblings, and now your children have that love of music. What does that mean to you? It means a lot. You know, you <clears throat> you know, my father was very ooh stern. He was he was a heavy hitter, you know. Uh my father, like by him being a pastor, he see he was like he can see the future and all that. And he used to tell me, like, Dad, I'll be like, Dad, I want to play sports. Mm-hmm. He's like, You're gonna need your hands. Don't play mm-hmm. sports. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I tried to sneak off and play football, play right. football, you know, mm-hmm. uh telling him I had the after school uh project to do. <laughs> But I was really going to, to practice and playing football, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he kept saying, "You as a man have to use your hands to work your hands, and your, you know, your, your talent is going to take you farther than football and all that stuff." And I, I got injured, and uh, it kind of put me in a slump. And he, t- you know, he was really mad at me because I was playing football, you know, and and so I just uh, I learned my lesson, you know. He said, 
a hard head makes a soft tail. That's right. It's like uh, my father told me, like, so I, you know, I don't know if it was me being disobedient, you know, uh, to my father because I really want to play sports. Mm-hmm. But, uh, everything he said was factual. Like I play church, I play the organ for my church, my hands every right. Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it's like he told me, right. What, what was my future? Me, my voice, and my hands. So mm-hmm. you know, he's like, you can break your finger, you can break your hands playing sports or whatever. He was real stern with that with us. Like I said, our talent was going to take us over the top. Right. That's awesome. So we only got a few minutes left. Tell um, tell the listeners and the viewers um, where they can find you on social media and um, just a little bit more about the Belly Gang project and where they can okay. listen to that. You can find the Belly Gang on all digital uh, platforms, all digital outlets, uh, Spotify, uh, Tidal, uh, Deezer, everything. You can look it up as uh, Belly Gang or Zayski. You can find me on all social media as uh, Zayski Alize, Z-A-E-S-K-E-E, A-L-A-Z-A-E. Zayski Alize and uh, on everything, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. You I, you can find me there or, or you can go down to my website called is uh my production website is beataccountants.com beataccountants.com and you can see uh some of the work i'm doing locally and uh in the industry and everything uh i did uh, work uh for the own network oprah winfrey uh you just look into me i can show you uh, uh commercials i do it all you know it's movies Mm-hmm. I do it all, so that's basically what it is. And they can email you at beataccountants.com. Is that correct? Zayski Alize at gmail. Okay. Zayski Alize at gmail.com. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Zayski. Um, those who are watching... Uh, hang on just for a few minutes after we end the show because we're going to play Feel It, Kill It music video. And if you're listening to this um, to this broadcast, then we're going to play um, Feel It, Kill It, um, the music, so you can hear it over the radio. So thank you again, Zayski, for being here. Anytime you want to come back, any new projects, just let us know. We'll be happy to have you on. Thank you for giving us this time to talk with you. Uh, thank you to our sponsors, R&R Custom Wheels, Tires Express, and Baskerville Funeral Home. And thank you all for tuning in to Hub City Now. Make sure you go and check out Zayski Alize. Um, check out Belly Gang album. Um, we'll make sure to put the links up on our Hub City Now Facebook page. Make sure you share this with your family members, your friends, everybody. Let them know about Zayski Alize. Um, and just... Make sure you uh, support them and, and show them your love. Thank you so much for everything you've done. Uh, Zayski, we'll, we'll be keeping up with you and, and being in contact with you. You have a great day. You too. Thank you too. Just having me on. Be the count. Be the count. Be the count. Be the count. Baby, won't you shake that body? 
Let me take you home with me tonight. 